The content you're about to receive is complete bullshit. Please do not take this to be complete truth. Now sit back and enjoy the fucking show. Squareheads. Welcome to this episode of Squareheads. It's your host, Man O'Head, and my co-host, Marcello. This beautiful morning, we just woke up. We needed to get this episode out the way because, shit, there's so much that's been going on in the past couple of days. We didn't drop an episode on Thursday, but we gave you that special, so hopefully that's okay. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode, by the way. Um, it was a very, very special episode that we made. Please let us know what you guys thought about the special. If you want us to do more things like that, let us know. We just made our Instagram and our um, TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. So yeah, go support. It's at Squareheads Podcast. Go check it out. All right. So what we have today? We got first of all, the album has dropped. I've been listening to it. We're talking about Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Big, uh, Mr. Morale, and the Big Steppers. Of course, I think it's a classic, but it's too it's too early. So let's let it. Um, Let's let it uh, stand the test of time. Mm, well, I mean, what's what's your opinion about it? I think it's fucking amazing. I think it's his best work. That's honestly what I believe. Um, I, I think I said it before. I hate it down because I'm like I've been a Kendrick fan for a while, so I like his bars. I like his lyricism. So damn, damn is more of like a melodic pop kind of shit. It's, so, it's too commercial to you. Yeah, it's too commercial for me. Mm. So I always hate it down. Um, I mean, there are some songs on Damn that are fucking amazing. I mean, one of my favorites is uh, Pride. I like XXX featuring uh, U2. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so he, he did have some records that I was like, okay, no, this is this is solid. But with this, I've, it's honestly, I feel like it's easily his best work. Honestly, because I mean, for one, we can see how experimental the album is. Yeah, like it it's is. it's the songs are sort of like very they're like Lucy's, but they're strung together in a way where they come together. They just create a certain vibe that's like I've never felt that. It doesn't feel as put together as say um, Kid Cudi's Man on the Moon Three, mm-hmm. like it's very cinematic. It has the whole experience. It more it's more like and it's not like a say a Drake album where it's just like okay these are just songs that sound good they're basically a playlist like it still feels like a proper album but also doesn't really feel like an album because the songs are so different like the beat selections are so different it's like nah and I, I think I think like alright like that's that's just from like the sonic perspective but from like the concept because he's a he's like the best at making concept albums right now the concept of the album, like that's easily undefeated. It's it's amazing. It's insane because it's basically a therapy session. And then if you listen to his last three albums, where he's like coming out as this dude who's gonna like drop music that's gonna be impacting the world. On this one, he's he's being vulnerable. Basically, he's like, "Yo, I can't I can't even lie, bro. Like the pressure is crazy." Like, I had to get some therapy. I had to get my shit in order because, like, yes, I had some good intent with the last products I dropped. Yes, I did want to uh, make some impact because I think in this album there's a line that is something like, uh, one protest for you, 365 for me. So, basically, like, 
during the protest when they were like, yo, how come Kendrick isn't dropping music right now? Like, so a lot of people, they marched one time and they're talking shit. He's been like actively doing shit every day, trying to make the community better. You know, so like there's mad pressure on him because the thing is, if we're being honest, like there are artists that just make music just to make music and we just listen to them. Oh, it's fun to listen to. Like that's how I was saying like that. Aha. By Dirk. I did not know that was a diss song. I'm just listening to that shit. It sounds good. Uh, don't respond. Like, it sounds fucking good. I'm just... But, like, Kendrick's music is different. Like, when Kendrick drops, it's like, okay, let's let's take time to, like, reflect. This is some real shit. So, like, when... When people have that perception of you, it's, like, mad pressure. Like, because in the heart part three, he said, bar, said, um... When the whole world sees you as Pog, like Pac, Tupac, reincarnated, that's a, that's enough pressure to live your whole life sedated. So like even since the hard part three, he's been talking about how much pressure it is. So that's even before he dropped um, uh, To Pimp a Butterfly. Mm. So before he even dropped To Pimp a Butterfly, he's been feeling the pressure. And then he dropped To Pimp a Butterfly, which was like the one of the greatest fucking pieces of work um, that quantify the African-American experience in America. So, obviously, I mean, his song, um, All Right, is literally like a protest song. People use that shit to protest. So, that's to that's show you how much of an impact he has. So, with this, he's like, yo, I know hip-hop, everybody's supposed to be like bravado, superhero shit, but like, nah, bro. It's not. It's not really how it is. I'm flawed just like you. Like, I'm a human being. And it's it's very good that he humanized himself. Because people won't look at him like, oh, no, I can never be like that. That's Kendrick. Like, no, you're just saying, like, bro, you, you should really put the effort into it. You could get this. But don't don't see it in a way where it's like, um, everything is all right because I have this fame and all that. I'm still a fucked up person. Like, all this shit is attainable. But that's not the real shit that you need to deal with. Because he was talking about how he was unfaithful to his uh, girlfriend, his mm-hmm. fiance Whitney. Mm-hmm. Like. Is it when, when uh, in this album? Yeah, yeah. Like, he, where, where he said, he said like, back into t- uh, 1990 something, like, that's when I first fucked a white bitch. No, nah, not even on that song. Like, he's, he alluded to it. He was like. Some something in Copenhagen, blah, blah, blah. Mm, fuck yeah, the white bitch. And then, like, and and then, then for, uh, Whitney asked me, do you have a problem? He said, I think I might be racist. Mm-hmm. Uh, my ancestors watching me fuck. It's like retaliation. Mm-hmm. So he alluded to it, but like, I think it's in the, um, the second to the last song, Mama, I'm Sober, something like that. I think that's in the second to the last song. I can't mm. remember off the top of my head. He was talking about it like, um, that his girlfriend was like, yo, you need to get some therapy. Like, you have a problem in therapy. The opening song too, bro. Like, um, he he exp- he was saying something like, uh, "It's been one thousand eight hundred blah blah days." Like, yeah, I've been through something. I've been through, and it's like, well, that that's he, the that's he, the amount of time between when he dropped them and this. Yeah, and and like he just say that like over and over for I think like three times. Like, I've mm. been through something. I've been through something, and then, um, my 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 take on this album is that, uh just from the opening song of it you know yeah. in grief yeah it's so cinematic it's like it's so not not cinematic i don't think 
um, the word cinematic is it, it's more of like orchestral. Mm. Um, and there's a lot of like just like drums like tapping in, and then like um, a lot of like, and I forgot which songs, but they're like uh, in the opening. There's like footsteps. Like it's like when you watch something in the theater, like like for uh, a play, yeah, a drama, like. It, you would see something like that perform, mm. like it's possible. Oh, the tap dance. Yeah, the tap dance and like, like, like the whole album. I feel like yeah. when you when you make that into a play, yeah, and you perform it in a theater where uh for for a play, yeah, it's this album can fit the whole entire thing. Mm-hmm. It's not like something like for a movie or like for a visual or I mean, if we're talking about again, Man on the Moon three, mm-hmm. it's like. You can see it in like as a visual, you know, yeah. as as like a movie or like a video, but this I think is for an actual play, mm. like where where there's like a live band in there, um, there's like a, a story of how say he grew up or like what he's been through, like the entire play. This could be the playlist, mm. and like I really when when I first listened to to the album, the first song, bro, he 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 opened the song with that. In my head, I was just thinking about. Bro, if he goes on tour with this, the opening will be crazy mm. because this is a perfect song for a concert opening. Mm. Like God knows, like a concert opening must has to be like the most grandeur, like has to be really big. Yeah. And and United and Grief is like it's big. It's, it's big. Like it's like it shows like it's like very explosive. It's like almost like you you can almost. Um, perform that song in I'd say like in Super Bowl type shit like mm. like the whole marching band da, yeah. da, 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 and it's like it's it's amazing and so I'd say th- this is this is a, a very different take of on on any album that I've listened to in the past couple of years of course while like a lot of albums that I listen to it's either just a bunch of playlists to put together as an album mm-hmm. or as like a soundtrack to a movie when you listen to it like you can visualize it in the movie you know like yeah. it's like oh it's very visual this one is more of like a real uh, performance like like a play like a uh, soundtrack you know like yeah. a playlist and, and to that to that sorry to cut you off but to that um to that um way of thinking mm mm-hmm. The song We Cry Together plays into that like crazy. You know which one I'm talking about? The one where it sounds like it's an argument. Yeah. I know I know which one. I haven't I haven't listened to it like a couple of times because to me, like when I like really wanna have something stuck in my head, like I have to listen to it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to it a couple of times. Okay, well there's a song on there called We Cry Together mm-hmm. and it's basically an argument between Kendrick and his girlfriend in the song um basically there's going back and forth like it's it's rhyming mm-hmm. it has some flows to it but it's literally like argument like give me my fucking keys i'm not giving you keys i'm not giving you your keys bitch mm-hmm. give me my fucking keys now you're gonna walk to the fucking street bitch like that's those aren't the bars though but like it's shit like that like it's a literal argument yeah. but it's rhyming and it's flowing so like to that i think that makes it somewhat credible yeah bro it, and um you have if i have to list like up until today this is up until today it might change in the future but to me my top three uh, i've told you this uh, my yeah. top three will be uh united and grief um die hard 
No, that's a good one. That's a good one. And Mr. Savior. Wait, Wait, what? No, no, not Mr. Savior. My Savior. Bad. Uh, Savior. Just Savior. That 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 line, CC, wait a minute. Venaki. Yeah. Oh, bro. And and plus, like, the beat is also, like, very, yeah. very catchy. It's like, yeah, those yeah. those three are, are my top. I won't, I won't lie, though. Like, another thing that I think just makes this shit so fucking insane is that dude had Kodak Black hosting the album. Mm, yep. That was crazy to me. Yep. That was crazy. But before we move on, just talking about the um, tap dancing shit. Like that came together after that We Cried Together song. Because after the song, you hear like song, you hear some more tap dancing. We Cried Together, is it the second song or third? No, it's the like, it's way album? down. It's like maybe like sixth, seventh. Oh, no. I so after the song, like you hear some tap dancing. And then you just hear a woman's voice. Stop tap da- stop tap dancing around mm-hmm. the conversation. Yeah, bro. see. So everything ties together. Yeah, like if you can, like I can vision it in my head when like I'm watching something in the theater, like like for a play, like there's like a tap dance and then like the the stage just slides and then like somebody on the side of the stage just like start arguing. It's like it. You can you can. Yeah. Picture it in your head. Well, he's already vividly. announced tour, so we'll see how that goes. But yeah, be, um, crazy, my my, my top three on this album for now, I love Mr. Morale. I love I, mean, I love Mr. Morale one because of the fucking bass and Tana Leon's part. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Tana Leon. See, I um, like I've always had this like feeling or pre- I don't want to say predict, but I just have like a strong feeling that there is his uh sign of two PG Langs like like Baby Keem and Tana Leon would. Yeah will probably be there like they gotta be in one of his album because like of course you gotta bring it together and then like I, w- I was thinking there's gotta be one other big artist too that he will work together on this album I just couldn't figure out who I thought it would be Kanye West or Travis Scott because Travis was going through some shit yeah. and then like it turns out it's Kodak Black so I was like ah, oh, bro but when he brought it mm, bro I don't, it's cr- bro Kodak Black it was perfect having Kodak Black on there and I feel like part of that too is it's sort of the duality, because Kendrick sort. This is my interpretation. But Kendrick is sort of like the the calm, smart dude. You know, like he's not a nerd, but like he's still chill. He's not like gangster, gangster. At least that's the perception we have of him, right? And he's talking about how he's going through shit, right? So having Kodak on this album as well. Kodak, who everyone knows is like gangster, gangster, motherfucker got shot like I don't know two, three months ago. You yeah, know? and he was he was uh, yeah. he was in jail too. Exactly. So having a dude who everybody's like, oh no, this dude's gangster, also be on the album and talk about like nah, like yo, got to deal with the trauma and shit. It's just to like let the people who's for know like yo, it's not about like oh I'm a I'm a soft dude, or or I'm a gangster or I'm a chill dude. Now, if you've had trauma, bro, just go to some fucking therapy. So, it, having Kodak on that is fucking amazing because it gets both sides. Um, but, yeah, I think all in all, the album was amazing. Like, I literally keep listening to that shit a lot. Like, I'm not listening to anything else right now, honestly. I've just been listening to that. And, honestly, I feel bad for whoever decided to release music the same day Kendrick released music. Because I think your label is stupid as shit. <laughs> like, this motherfucker has not dropped in, like five years he dropped one single that shit went viral off top and then now his album is coming back 
coming out and then your fucking label is like you know what drop music the same fucking day of course not so i think i think his shit is amazing i'll keep listening to it maybe give you guys another take in the future but for right now i'd give that album an easy i'd say 9.7 out of 10 for kendrick's yeah Mm. 9.7 out of 10 so like 97 out of 100 Mm. interesting um that's i mean it's obviously a really good album i'd say i'll I'll give it like a nine okay because just because um it's not uh really my style of music but i know it's my uh, but it's really good like you can't deny it's a good album Mm. like i wouldn't say like oh just because 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 i know some people bro they they actually post that shit on on Insta story like a friend of mine is just like Kendrick is trash, and I'm like, he's tripping, bro. Like I know it's not my taste of music, but I know I have to, like you know, acknowledge when it's a good music, when it's a good mm-hmm. album, and it, it is a good album. I'll give it a nine out of ten. But um, yeah, I, I relate. I, I I I used to be like that. Um, like I used to not like J Cole's music. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, I could just tell like, nah, this shit is good. This shit is good, but it's but not I, for I, me. I, I but it I is good, you know. Fuck with it at the point, at yeah. the moment. But I was like, nah, this shit is good. So whenever we release music, I would doubt I would get the album. Yeah. Have it on my phone. I won't listen to it. And then one day, I was like, you know, let me give this shit a chance again. Mm. And I listened to it, and I was like, yo, nope. this shit is insane. This motherfucker is really. This motherfucker doesn't miss. So yeah, I, and I get that. I, I understand how you can like not really fuck with it, but no, it's good. I, yeah, like I always uh, when when something is good, I always acknowledge it. It's like okay, it's good. It might not be you know for me hundred percent, but yeah. I know when when it is a good work. Like you can see, you can hear yeah. either movie, videos, or whatever. Like oh, it's a good work. Like you can you can see, bro. Yeah. Like I wouldn't go as far as like saying it's trash. It's just like bro really like not no offense but your music might not be as good as his and you're calling his music trash but you're mm-hmm. nobody even knows you yet so yeah well, whatever yeah well it is what it is you know it's all about taste it's you you know people yeah. have different takes on it yeah so let's, let's talk about uh travis performing at the bbmas i'm fucking happy because as you guys know i'm rocking with that motherfucker uh, travis we need him back that boy is on the road to becoming one of the greatest. Motherfucker created his own sound, and that sound needs to come back. I'm just happy that he brought, um, that he performed the other song that I've always wanted him to drop. Which one? Um, it's After Mafia. I forgot what it's called. Uh, Escape Room? No, no. Escape Plan, by the way. I mean, Escape Plan. <laughs> no, no, not Escape Plan. Um, this girl was telling me about her birthday that there's going to be like an escape room. No, no. You know, that that song that I was uh, playing in uh, like from YouTube, I forget what it's called, but it's like... Lost Forever. Lost Forever. Yes, yes. Yeah, Lost Forever. That song. Is the West Side Gun verse still on it? Um, I don't know. He just performed it by himself, so I don't know. No. I honestly don't know. But yeah, Lost Forever, bro. Like, I love that song. That's a beautiful. Song. That, but the, he didn't drop it, right? He instead when when he first played Escape Plan, where everybody goes crazy with Escape Plan. Along with that, he dropped Mafia, yeah. which 
it's a good song but i just like really like lost forever so no, lost forever is, and lost and forever he played good. it there so i was like oh shit yes like it, it got me hooked like i thought he was just gonna perform mafia right and then when it goes to um j cole's verse he just cut it right there and then goes straight to lost forever and i'm like great performance yeah, no the dude like he, he's shit the dude is fucking good i mean he released I officially it's not his release it's i think Southside and future featuring him uh hold that heat mm-hmm. yeah that's Southside. that wasn't the best fucking performance of like if the dude was coming back i would respect him to come harder but it is what it is. I mean, it's a features, bro. Like you know, some bro, some it's, artists it's, like it's, with it's the not, features. It's not a feature, bro. It's not a feature. It. I mean, technically, it's a feature, but like, yo, I mean, Southside wasn't rapping on that shit, so it's basically Future and Travis. Mm-hmm. Bro, the fucking intro to the song is Travis, 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 Travis. That's all Future is saying. Mm-hmm. And Future has maybe like I don't know eight bars or whatever, a very short verse. The rest of the fucking song is Travis. So that's that's the Travis song. But they probably just didn't want to release it as, oh, this song is for Travis because of the controversy around it. So they want to put like Future and Southside and then featuring Travis. So they want to make it look like, okay, his first, um, the first thing we see him uh, be on or release after that is a feature. It's not like a whole song because people might feel some type of way like, yo, this, who said this motherfucker can drop a song? So if he comes on as a feature, it's like, okay. Because if you think, like, bro, the intro is Travis, 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 Travis. And then Future has a short fucking verse. And the remaining of the song is just Travis. So that's that's a Travis song. Yeah. Well, well I never I never actually feel like Travis is, like, go out of, like, the way. Because he always gets support, bro, from Kanye. And, every, like, when, when Kanye starts, like, popping on, like, festivals out of nowhere, like, as a special guest... When when Fu- like when Future was performing and then he brought out Kanye, mm-hmm. like he always shout out like La Flame, La Flame, La Flame, like like he he's a very you know strong advocate for like people to like yo bring back Travis now in this song like Future also like Travis 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 of course so but like that's the thing um that's family like Kanye and Travis are literally family so. So, Your brother I mean, in law is deeper than rap at that point. So. Ex brothers in laws. It's, de- it's deeper than rap at that point. Yeah. Bro, recently we just watched a great movie. Yeah, we did. Bro, there is, like, we've been talking about um, Travis, Kendrick. You know how great they are, bro. Yeah. But there's always, you know, an unbearable weight of massive talents that comes with yeah, it. Yeah, the unbearable weight. The unbearable weight of massive talent. And that's the title of the movie, guys. Starring Nick Cage. Nicolas Cage. And Pedro Pasco. Fucking amazing film. Watched it not too long ago. When I saw the fucking Rotten Tomato and critics give it a rating and all that shit, I was like, come on, is it really that good? Because that shit was rated pretty fucking high. Oh, it's high, bro. It's like 8, 7 or something on IMDb. That's, that's IMDb, bro. High. Imagine that. IMDb on... Bro, if you... Here. Here's a general guidance for people who look up um, critics' uh, ratings for, uh, before they watch movies. And IMDb, bro, if you're looking for an easy movie to watch, any movies above 6.5, say 6.8 or even 7, 
it's good enough for you to watch. It's not as because IMDb is very like critical. So if you're if you base it off of uh, IMDb, seven or like more above six point eight to seven, it's a good movie to watch. Don't like don't trip about it. But if it's below that, if you if and when you watch it, you think it's ass. Well, there you go. Like it mm. is ass. But even in IMDb, bro. Again, I said it again. Seven is good enough. And then this movie is what eight. Eight and a half or something. Eight and yeah. a half or eight. I mean, seven. if I'm not mistaken, I think I saw Rotten Tomato give it like hundred. A hundred. Yeah. Damn. And I'm not. I'm not talking about like on the internet. Like I think when they were throwing up the ads before, like you know when you go to the theaters, they mm-hmm. show those ads. And it did. I think gave it a hundred. I saw like. I know. I know it was fucking highly rated. I know it did well in the festival circuit. And I mean, I can see why, because that shit was fucking amazing. That shit was insane. If you haven't seen that movie, please go watch that movie. That movie is insane. It's Nick Cage coming back with the fucking bang. Like, some younger dudes, gals, that are listening to this, you probably don't know who Nick Cage is, or if you do, you probably don't really uh, know who the fuck he is, for real. When He's I was making a, kid, a comeback in this movie. That's the reason why no, you no, have no, to see, watch. When, when I was a kid, I loved that dude. My favorite Nick Cage film at the time was Next. Have you seen that one? What is it called again? Next. No, I I think I watched um is it his movie? The Sorcerer's Apprentice? Sorcerer's I, Apprentice. Yeah. Sorcerer's um Is that like a Disney film? I think it was a Disney film. Uh, but yeah, the point like my shit was next. And bro, it was fucking amazing. Like in this film, like Nicolas Cage can see like maybe like two seconds into the future. It's like he'd know what the fuck is gonna happen. He'll like try to stop it, prevent it, whatever. So it was it was a pretty nice uh film. I loved it. Then he went with the Ghost Rider shit, and I think that flopped. So he's sort of like went down. And then he's been doing some like little little indie films every there, everywhere. Every not oh, fuck. Excuse every me. now and then. Excuse me. Every now and then. And I think it's fucking cool. That he's now coming back on a blockbuster stage, blockbuster level film. And it's fucking amazing. Got Pedro Pascal in it, Nicolas Cage. Fucking amazing. Hilarious. But the thing is that that movie is good, bro. It's like, it's not yeah, him making saying. a it's comeback. Fucking, it's, it's fucking amazing. Like, you know? it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Like, it's funny as shit. It looks beautiful, beautifully shot. The fucking, everything is, everything is really good about it. Everything's so fucking good about it. I don't want to say anything to give anything away, so... If you haven't seen that, you need to go see it. It's a great fucking movie, and we'll give you a we'll give you an update on that later. The the thing about that movie is that um, it's a good movie, and like it g- takes your you know full attention, like it keeps you hooked. But also, it's easy to watch. You know, it's not just like all tense throughout the movie. I mean, yeah, it's a comedy, so it won't be all tense, but. Like, it is easy to watch because the story is simple. The story is fucking simple on, like, fucking Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange, like, it, it's it's a good movie. I, I'd say Doctor Strange is a good movie, but there's some I parts like of Doctor the movie, like, like, like in the middle, in the middle of the movie, or, or, or maybe three-fourths of the movie, like, you'll feel a little um, bored watching it. Like, nah, it, it sometimes, like, it might take you your attention away to, like, maybe look at your phone a little bit or just, like, you know, think bro, about something else. Bro, that movie was... Nothing, 
Uh, I'd, I'd still say like it's still alright. You know, that it's movie an alright movie. Booty cheeks. It's it's a it's see, a okay. See from movie. the beginning, bro. See, I think like when I'm watching films, like I'm looking for those things that make the story make sense. Because I'm not just watching it as like a regular dude. I'm watching it as a filmmaker. Right. right. It's a comic book movie. What do you expect? What do you mean? What do I expect? I expect proper storytelling. What the fuck do you mean? What do I expect? Proper storytelling consequences bro the shit that actually if you want to know my take on the doctor strange movie we have uh we have done i think episode 13 episode 13 yeah so you guys check that out i don't want to get into that right now but this one i think is a very good movie it's about two hours long it doesn't feel like two hours once when you watch a movie and it doesn't feel as long as it says it is then you know you're watching something good yeah so please check that out fucking amazing square heads certified plus I I just got off work when we were watching that, right? Like, I, yeah, I was working. Yeah. Uh, and then the fact that I did not fall asleep watching that movie, that means that movie is good because, bro, if, if a movie is boring and then plus I'm tired, I just sleep, bro. Like, I don't care. Like, I'll be falling asleep sometimes. Like. Yeah, it's a good movie. This has been another amazing episode of Square Heads, a very short one, but we hope you guys enjoy it. Join us in our next episode. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram, Squareheads Podcast, and we're out. Peace out, Squareheads.